There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing Episode 4 of Season 1 of Superstition. Oh my gosh, this is getting so good. Like, I'll be honest, I wasn't sure where they were going to go with it, and then this is not quite Monster of the Week, but something that's definitely different and keeping the show, like, going, going, going. So, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Right. So, let's talk about the ratings. All right, episode four brought in a 0.09 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.396 million viewers, making it the 117th rated cable show for the day. I I don't know. I mean, do you think Friday night's hurting it? Because there's a lot of people talking about it. Yeah, Twitter is there. Twitter is a Twitter? Yeah, (laughs) there's that bunch of people tweeting about it, that's for sure. But that is very important, because even if the numbers aren't there, the social media support does get noticed. Yes, it does. Huge difference. That's saved shows in the past. Yes, another one got saved by the fans just this week. Really? Yes. Fox show, The um, Exorcist. Oh, really? I honestly did not know that was still on. I was going to try getting into it, and you know what? I'm confusing it with the other one, Damien. Because it's Lucifer, yeah. No, no, no. There is oh, a show yeah, that was called Damien, right? And that one, like, I watched and that ended, and then I because they just didn't get picked up, and I keep confusing that with the other one. So I should watch it on demand. I'll just watch everything. So let's talk. Superstition didn't break the 20, top twenty-five either for the set live plus seven. Nope, it has not broken into the top twenty-five yet either. Uh-huh. But it, right now, though, it's only the second episode. Oh, that's true. For uh, the top 25, so we will keep our fingers crossed that eventually some people will notice it. And yeah, because I, I do want to know. Way. Definitely want to know what's going to happen, because this episode was really good. So yes, it it's was. entitled, Episode 4, Through the Looking Glass. While on a case, May is sucked into a mysterious mirror world. The Hastings must save her before the witch that inhabits the mirror uses her body to escape. Interesting. Yes, it was. And because it starts with a drug bust in an old plantation house. And you have May and Deputy Paul. How do you say his name? Patla? Patla, yeah. Yeah, so apparently this is a meth meth house. And I love it because, you know, they're grabbing people. They're like, it's never yours, right? It's never yours. And you had one guy, big dude, who was like in the opening staring in a mirror talking. And then he runs. Well, as they're grabbing everybody, and somebody is fighting the deputy, of course, because, well, I don't think anybody's going down easy at a meth lab. No. (laughs) Suddenly, the big dude comes around the corner and, like, knocks May the hell out. 
What did he use? A pipe or something, right? Yeah, I think so. Because all of a sudden her head's bleeding. She's knocked out in in front of this giant mirror. And then we're seeing the mirror as the deputy's calling for help. He's like, where's my medic? Where's my medic? I need an ambulance. And you see May, like, get up. But then it kind of pulls back and we see the deputy with her body. And there's blood by the skull and she's not breathing. And he starts doing CPR. Right. And it's like, oh, shit, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it started immediately with the weird yeah. shit, weirdness. Yeah. It wasn't even like, oh, let's build up to this. No. We jump right into the looking glass immediately. So, if you've ever read, obviously, like, Alice in the Looking Glass or Alice in Wonderland, and there's another, there's actually a horror book that I read, like, forever ago. It's kind of similar to this. Like, you go into the looking glass world, and you can get stuck there. And that seems to be what's happening. Like, nobody can hear her. Right. And immediately I'm like, holy crap, how's she getting out? How'd she she actually get in? And this is where things got even stranger, which we find out in a little bit. But first we go back to the funeral home, and Tilly is kind of going crazy. Yeah, just a little. Like, not crazy psycho, but crazy like, I have to do everything because... She's just freaking out, I'm guessing, because Isaac is gone. Right. And she does kind of mention that, oh, well, with him gone, we have to do this. And, uh, we need to interview intake specialists. And, and she's doing pamphlets and she's doing this and do that. And it's like, uh, what are you doing? Bring it down a notch. Like, I was exhausted watching her run around. Right. Yeah. She was going 90 to nothing. And yeah, it was exhausting it, right. to watch her. And they, you know, it is mentioned. It's like, oh, that girl's going to burn out fast doing this. It's like, mm, I can smell the burn already. Yeah. Yeah, you just, like, see her and you're like, how many cups of coffee have you had? Or have you been drinking, like, an eight-pack of Monster? Yeah, because... <laughs> I think it was an eight-pack of Monster on top of coffee. coffee. <laughs> she made the coffee using the Monster. Is that what yeah. it is? <laughs> but, hey, she ends up getting some help. Because she has an int- she hired somebody or settled on somebody. We don't know if she's actually going to be hired, right? Right. Yeah, we don't know yet. We're going to assume, but I'm of course at this point where I'm like, I can't trust her. Uh, no, I wouldn't <laughs> trust anybody. Exactly. Anybody into the Hastings world right now. Right. Your little Scooby Gang needs to stay small. Yes. Until you know the Dredge and his people are gone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't trust anybody, but. We have a woman named Shelby, seems to have a lot of experience. We'll see. Yeah. So let's go back to the mirror world. Kind of. We're not quite there, but they're at the hospital. Calvin and B end up rushing to the hospital because they get a call about May being in a coma. And, you know, they have all of this information kind of being thrown at them. Right. And we find out that B is actually May's like legal represent- representative because she had a DNR. Right. Which is so scary to think about. Yes. And it's like, all right, well, they she has a heartbeat, but she doesn't have any brain activity right now. So they're like, do we pull the plug? Do we not? Well, obviously, they're not going to do anything like that without talking to her daughter anyway. You would think not, but legally they could have. Well, they did. Well, the thing was the deputy had done the CPR. So if she was had a heartbeat and everything and was technically alive, not being kept alive necessarily by machines then right. they can it, there's a workaround with GNRs. Yes. 
Yeah, Way we are much. not medical doctors on this show. No, no. <laughs> or there's, lawyers. There's a lot of legal jargon, but there is like workarounds. Right. Very, it, it really depends on everything, but you know, whatever. It's neither here nor there. But they're not going to do anything till they talk to the daughter. And Calvin and B are like really upset, of course, because they don't know what to do. But this whole time, May is watching them. Right. She's on the other side of the mirror, like trying to get their attention. And all of a sudden, these weird ghouls come in there and like attack her. And the lighting in the mirror world is really funky. So you have all this like orange happening. Right. And then suddenly, like a woman appears. And did she have a flashlight? It looked like. And she was like flashing like the ghouls. Right. The light in the. Yeah. And it, in the monster's eyes got drove them back. Right. And it's like, oh, okay. So. There's another human here that's not weird ghoulish things. And they run outside and and we find out this woman's name is Sarah. And she's like, well, how did you get here? She's, well, I was an addict. I made bad choices. I My ex came into town and I ended up ODing. And yeah. I OD'd in front, you know, in front of that mirror and I somehow got here. Well, that sounds real plausible, right? Because that's something happened to May. Right. But, again, not trusting anybody. No, you don't. And then they're like, all right, hey, what do we do? And May's like, I have to get to my family. And, of course, Sarah's like, listen, I tried that. Nobody could hear you, blah, blah, blah. She's like, you don't understand my family. They're different. Yeah. And they're headed to the Hastings. And Sarah's like, um, you know, I'll walk around the outside at this. And I didn't realize it was the graveyard at first. Right. She's like, but I'm superstitious. I'm going, you're in a damn mirror. If you're in this weird, like, alternate universe, you do what you gotta do? Yes. So, I'm like, why won't you go through the, the graveyard? Yeah. So, like, I... Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm, not trusting you either. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Red flag, red flag. Right. And, uh Like, did you realize that right away? That that was just weird? Or did you think maybe she is kind of superstitious? No, that, that just... That struck me as weird. The way she handled the monsters saving May and then all of a sudden not want to walk through the graveyard. And no, no. Yeah, like hard it breaks there. Up at all. I'm like, what? Why would she be superstitious? Not like they're just kind of chilling out, walking through, you know? Right. This is a destination, but whatever. You know, we don't know if these monsters are rising from the dead or if they've been there and... Or what, you know, so it was kind of hard to buy Sarah's complete story there because we didn't have enough background on the world we were in. Mm -hmm. So we have Callan's like, I need to take a shower. I need to, like, think. And, you know, I get that. You need some alone time and not trying not to think about anything and trying to puzzle out everything at the same time. Right. So yeah, he needed to clear his head so he could try to figure something out. Yeah, so he, he gets out of the shower then and he goes to wipe off all the uh, fog on the shower, on the mirror. And he was wearing the ring, which yes. I mean, I know his dad said don't ever take it off, but I don't know where my, my ring's in the shower, but that's me. <laughs> and he like touches the mirror to wipe it off and then he sees May and he kind of jumped back. I think like everybody did. Right. It's like, wow, what the hell? So he touches the mirror again and then he sees her and well, Maybe it's a conduit. Maybe the ring is helping him see her, and she's not dead. Okay, now what? Well, now you throw some clothes on and go talk to your ma. Right. 
So they go and, and thankfully he didn't think, oh, I need to bring this mirror. They have a mirror in the alchemy room and B's like, hey, there's this bowl that it could help communicate with the other, the other side. How do you have a, just a random bowl? They got the weirdest stuff in there. Of course. But. You gotta have everything you need. I mean, it's, it's like the archives on Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> you have Garvey though, who I understand she's upset because her mom is in a coma. Right. But, oh my god, she was a little shit. Was she not? Cause she's like, I don't believe you. I don't, I don't see anything. I don't, I don't hear anything. That's not, right. may not be her. And then all of a sudden, when she can hear her mom talk, then she's like, oh, okay, this is real. Yeah. Now go get her out. Right. <laughs> so at least we know she's not dead. So it's like, all right. Well, yes. May is an organ donor. So Dr. Kim's like, we need to harvest. It's like, Sounds weird saying it that way, but... Right. I mean, these are essentially May's wishes, but they know she's not dead, so, all right, we need to figure something out. Right. We need to delay this. Right. And uh, so, I love it. Calvin's like, all right, wait, I need to go get the mirror. Find out what you can, because it was all like, all right, break. I'll go get information on the plantation house. I'll find out stories about the mirror. I'll do this. I'll go grab the mirror. Hey, May, you stay here in... The Hastings house in the alchemy room while I go there. Mm, yeah, she listened real well. Yeah. Because she takes off running and she's like, Sarah, come with me. You don't know this woman, no. but you do know that she said that she's dead on the other side. So right. how would you get her out? I mean, I understand May is like trying to do good, but yeah. how would you help her? Right. She doesn't have a body to go back into. Right. Something needed to click there, May. Right, and I think May was just, I guess, overexcited was the best way to say it. Right, especially now that Calvin and everybody knows that she's stuck in there. Right. Figures, well, if nothing else, Calvin and B will figure something out so Sarah can get out as well. Well, something, I guess. Yeah. But as Calvin goes back to the plantation house to try to get a mirror, and he kind of like looks into it with the ring... And he sees, of course, Sarah. And he see something seemed to click with him right away. Because he's like, how how do you know her? How mm -hmm. well do you know her? She's right. like, she saved me. And he's like, mm, something's not right. Yeah. Like, immediately, though. Yeah. And I think that was probably a little of his experience talking because of his dealings the previous episode with James and the infernals that he had to deal with i think he kind of just kind of showed the ring and saw sarah's kind of reaction to it and went right because uh -uh. she kind of pulled back yes and so you know he has to do a little fighting very creatively obviously because yes. it's through the mirror universe because sarah all of a sudden like decides to screw with everybody yeah <laughs> because she like is trying to merge with May or something or eat her. I don't know. Because she sticks her hands like in her back and like May is like screaming and writhing and, and all the lights like where May's body is are flashing. Right. So our little gang is like, well, this doesn't seem right. No, this cannot be good. And, you know, she's talking shit then. Why? Why do they always do this? It's like, are you like a rookie bad guy? I don't know. 
Because she's like, oh, yeah, I try to use everybody. And then when they're not useful, then I make them into these ghouls and basically use them up. Oh, okay. And I'm going to use you and wear your body like a suit. Don't worry, I'll take care of it. What? Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay, sure. Maybe no. (laughs) But that's when May finally has her light bulb moment. Right. She's like, that's why you didn't want to go to the Hastings house, because the wards worked even on this side. Yes. Well, bingo. (laughs) Thanks for playing. Took you long enough. But (laughs) it's like, all right, listen, we have to figure this out. Figure this out and and work this. And, well, Sarah and Calvin aren't going to play well together. So she has to think, if he's involved and he's family, if I come out and I am wearing May's body, that could be really bad. Yeah. But not thinking, like, she just wanted to do what she wanted to do, I guess. Yeah, she wanted out of there. And it didn't matter who she had to take out to do it. And, well, hey, May is still living on the other side, so that might be a really good way to get out. Yes. And I think it was... The first one that it actually showed up in there that was still alive on the other side. Right. And Chili found out about who Sarah was. Right. That she lived in the house. She was actually Sarah LeClaire, a witch who sought immortality. Oh, great. Yeah. That doesn't sound good, right? No. And B was finding out all this, or not finding out. She was giving us this information about mirrors. That that's the old folklore, that if you died in front of a mirror, your soul can get trapped. And she thinks that's what happened to all those people. And possibly what happened to Sarah originally. And, right. And this is why we cover all the mirrors when we have a funeral in the home. It's like, okay, I've actually heard that folklore. Right. It makes me wonder where the heck it happened from. Also, <laughs> that you're supposed to open a window, like, right. slightly, which, like, that just creeps me out. Because anytime you think about something weird that happens in your house, it's like, oh, wait, we didn't do that. What if, you know? Right. And these kind of shows just make me think of that even more. But uh, let's get back to the show. But weirdness, now I want to cover all my mirrors, but whatever. Don't plan on dying. Or maybe this is from beyond the grave. Okay. That was horribly cheesy. I'm sorry. Let's get back to May. Calvin. Wow. Garvey was kind of harsh, like I said. Because at one point, Garvey's like, I wish it was you to Calvin. Right. Damn. Yeah. Like, she's a southern girl, too. Yes, she is. I don't know how B didn't just, like, snap her head around like, what did you say? Yeah. (laughs) What was was that? Because, Wow. I know, like, everyone I've known from down south and any any family portrayed on TV from down south, like, the kids have more manners than that. Yeah. But B just looks like one of those people that she wouldn't take any crap off her granddaughter anyway. Exactly. Like, listen, I'm going to try to teach you all this weird Egyptian shit. Don't get an attitude with your father. Yeah. <laughs> But especially seeing that he's going to go in and try to save your mom. Right. And she almost got mad about that, too. Mm-hmm. She's like, Ugh. she did. But she calls him pops, doesn't she? Like, bring her back home. Promise me. And yeah, which I'm like, wait, what did she say? <laughs> yeah, but I get it. But then, of course, you know, she's like, maybe I should go in, too. Yeah. No, kid. At least we know he's a soldier and he's been trained in everything it is the Hastings do. Right. You're still like a fledgling here. So if you're that. not going, you're like less than a fledgling. You just found out. Right. <laughs> like initiate. There we go. But there's a singing bowl. Oh, 
okay, well, add some water and like do the little like glass cup thing around the edge and boop, touch it to the mirror and you can go. Yep. Great. But B also says make sure that's the last thing that goes in or out because then it closes behind you. So I'm thinking, okay, it better not be in your hand. Right. Or you got to walk backwards in or in and out because that's going to like close around you and just chop off your hand or something. That's how I was thinking it was going to happen. But it didn't, thankfully. I'm happy. There was no severed limbs. Calvin gets the other side, finds May, and they're like, all right, we need to get the heck out of here. Right. But they're Take it back plantation. But, of course, they have to take a brief stroll through memory lane first. Why? Yeah. Why did they even go there? Because, like, they're walking, and then, oh, no, those things are everywhere. We need to go hide out. Let's go hide out in the plantation where the witch is from. Right. What? And you're joking around. Calvin's like, oh, I felt up so-and-so there. And she's like, everybody felt up so-and-so. It's like, oh, look, there's where we conceived Garvey. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. So you guys were in this weird, what turned into a meth house? Okay. Right. Apparently it was just like the place when you were a kid to hang out and have parties. And then it turned into something much worse later. But wow. So they arrive at the mirror in the hospital room, ready to return, but not so fast as Sarah shows up and pulls some of her magic tricks, getting Kelvin shot and thrown up against the wall. Yeah. And it was like Sarah was already in that room. Yeah. So she was just waiting. She knew what was going to happen. Yeah, she knew that that was the way out, the exit that she wanted to wanted to be at when the time was right. Right, and again, she's like, you know, don't worry, I will take care of your body, it'll be cool. No! No, <laughs> no. it won't! If I'm not in it, nobody else will be! Exactly. She's trying real hard, and, and then we yes. come up with the solution. Yes, Tilly comes up with the solution. Thank you for thinking on your feet. Yes. Although the way she said it probably could have been a little different. Yeah, just a little bit better. She's like, wait, she wants her body, right? Then we should kill her. It's like, what? Yeah, Garvey's mouth hit the floor. I think everybody's did like, um, you want to walk us through your plan? Because that sounds <laughs> really bad. <laughs> but they, it's basically just unplug her. Unplug right. it, stop everything. Then if technically it's she's dead, yeah. Technically, she's dead. Sarah can't do anything. Right. Okay, it sounds like a good idea, but Sarah tries anyway. Oh, yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, though, because B had given a witch bottle to Calvin, and he needed something to go in, and it would, like, stop her powers. Right. So they open the mirror, and right as he does this, because May's going to go through, and, of course, Sarah's, like, all eyes on May at this point. Right. So Calvin grabs some hair, puts it in the bottle. is like, now what? You got nothing. <laughs> so May jumps through. It's like, okay, so she's going to come back and she'll be fine. But Calvin isn't going through yet. And I was a little worried what was happening here. Yes. I felt like it was going to be, oh, crap, what's that movie? When the guy takes forever and then, like, the evil thing still, like, attaches himself itself to him. I can't remember. Oh, I God. picture it. It's a weird, yeah. Ah, it'll come to me later. But right. <laughs> the weird horror movie, and I'm thinking, oh, God, the thing's going to go after him and somehow, like, ride him out is what right. it was going to be. But he does get out. But then you have, like, the weird, like, 
mirror universe trying to bubble its way out. Right, yeah, that was really weird. Because he had part of her power and got through, but it sure didn't look like it was over with. No, and and what was it? B said something about, oh, well, she needs something with her DNA to come through. And Calvin turns on, you mean like the hair you told me to put in here? Right. Hello? And Tilly, hello, Tilly. If, like, this weird mirror thing is bubbling out and you know there's, like, a witch and God knows what else on the other side, maybe you don't go over and, like, start touching it and be like, look, this is so cool. Yeah. What? Maybe no? Yeah. The scientist in her took over for a second and she lost all common sense. That's true. <laughs> but they end up, Sarah dies or her power's gone and, and the mirror kind of breaks yeah, and Calvin actually took the stand and smashed the mirror. Oh, that's true. That's true. They do defibril- defibrillate. I can't say that. That's a tough May, one. so she does come back, which, by the way. But, yeah, he smashes the, sta- or the mirror with the stand, and it's like, okay, great. But I still don't believe Sarah's dead and gone. I just feel like because they brought something of her back. Right. I feel like that's just an possible open door exactly okay it's not just me (laughs) yeah she'll spend however long figuring out exactly what she did needs to do now to make her escape because yes there is a part of her back in the real world see that's what worried me right that he brought her back and then that means you know bad things even though we've seen her like on fire i don't i don't trust that that's going to be yeah i don't trust it either this has got to be our sl- Sleepy Hollow coming back on us. Right, exactly. <sighs> what do you guys think? Do you think Sarah's coming back? Do you think I'm paranoid? Or do you think Kelvin is not paranoid enough? <laughs> Let us know at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Don't forget to tweet with us. And if you please rate and review us on iTunes and every other form that you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. And I forgot, we opened our Redbubble store. So you can go to Redbubble, which we also have a link on our website, and search Fangirl Zone, and you can see our shirts that we have there and other random stuff that they have. And we have our Sci-Fi Talk logo and our picture, which is awesome because it was made by the awesome artist Des Taylor for us. Yes, absolutely and, fantastic. Yeah, Steve and I look so much better on, as cartoons. <laughs> <is a> lot. <laughs> They're amazing. I love it. So we hope you guys like it, too. And, you know, let us know what you think about that. And I don't even know if it's possible, but if there's fanfic about this, because I feel like this is the fanfic at the same time. Why don't you let us know? Send us your fanfic. We can talk about it on air. Uh, We can post a link to it if you're cool with that. Totally up to you. We never push with fanfic. It's kind of personal. We get that. But... We want to hear from you. Make sure when you're tweeting, you are hashtagging the show, no matter when you're watching it, because the um, writers and everything will pay attention to that, and sci-fi pays attention to that, especially because it just, I don't know, I'm really digging this, but I kind of feel like we're not getting as much promotion as I'd love to see for this. Right. So make sure you're you're hashtagging. So anyway, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S., And I'm Steve. Karma takes care of itself. And until next time.